Our comic opens on a panel of Yellow Jacket, standing at the circuit breaker that controls the power for Halcyon City High North. He opens the box and puts his hand on a lever, which is clearly labeled Gymnasium. He smirks before shutting the box without flipping the switch. A shadow appears on his back, looming larger and larger in subsequent panels, until he turns around and catches a flying kick to the face. The person that kicked him lands in a heroic pose. Landon, would you like to tell us what we see of this new-to-the-scene hero? So what appears on the panel is kind of a almost difficult to get any sort of defining feature of form. It's definitely a teenager in um, a full-body holographic suit that covers her from head to toe. And every panel, the color shifts on it slightly. And from her back are two kind of holographic wings. And with that... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, welcome back to LGBT and D. Where the D stands for dice, and every voice you hear is a member of the LGBT community. You can call me Andy, because that's my name. I use he, him pronouns, and I'll be your GM as we continue through our second campaign of Masks A New Generation. I'm joined this time by five lovely players, who I will have introduce themselves to you before we get underway. Let's start this week with Alexia. If you would like to remind us who you are, who you're playing, and one thing you remember from last week. Hello, um, my name is indeed Alexia. I am playing Gabriella, or Invocation. And last week, I summoned Camille Leonardo da Vinci, and he's a beautiful, beautiful lizard. Eve, would you like to remind us who you are, who you're playing, and one thing you remember from last week? Hi, my name is Weaver. You can call me Eve. I am playing Hope. Uh, We both use she, her pronouns. And last week, it was a dance. We were at the dance and everybody was looking exceptionally fabulous. Hope was there with Yellow Jacket. And when the person whose name I do not remember attacked, uh, Hope was basically just like, oh, yeah, go and get the electricity. Because I don't remember exactly the reason, but it was something like he was drawing, the bad guy was drawing power from the electric circuit. Or he was like threatening to out. He was threatening to out uh, uh, Scarlet Web, who I almost called Scarlet Witch. I've had coffee today. I'm sorry. Next up, Vanessa. Would you like to remind us who you are, who you're playing, and one thing you remember from last week? I'm Vanessa Haas. I use she/her pronouns. I am playing Jack slash Scarlet Web, who uses they/them pronouns. And two things I remember from last week, because I'm going to do two, is one, there was another Scarlet Web. I was really, really angry about that. And two, Bex disappeared. And I'm really, really upset about that. Everything's going well for Jack. And Justin, would you like to remind us who you are, who you're playing, and one thing you remember from last week? I'm Justin. I use he, him pronouns, as does my character. Miraculous. Last time I kicked. No, I didn't. I didn't do anything super bad. I was kind of actually playing as a background character as 
golden knight asshole face was like i'm gonna do stuff but instead i was like yeah okay i'll let you do stuff and i'm gonna help and then i hit bmx boy bmx caliber and last but not least our special guest for the evening landon would you like to remind us who you are i don't think you can say who you're playing just yet but you can plug your other projects if you would like Sure. Hi, I'm Landon. I use he, him pronouns. I am playing the mysterious new character today in the holographic suit. Ah! If my voice sounds familiar to you, it might be because you can find me over as the MC at Shadows of St. Floor. Blur, or you might have heard me as CC slash Intravenous on Paradigm Academy. Hopefuls number seven begins with a panel reminding us of where everybody was left off at the end of last issue. Hope is staring down Cyberpunk and Clara Winslow. Invocation is amongst a crowd of her fellow students, keeping an eye on them. And I believe that Camillionardo was knocked down. I don't think he was dissipated, though. Yeah, he's he's on the floor, but he's, he's, he's around. And Jack had just lost track of their girlfriend. Let's start off with Jack. What's going on? What's Jack's reaction to Bex disappearing? I am trying to find Bex. Okay. Uh, would you like to roll to assess the situation for me? Yes, I would. Do I have influence over Bex? For sure. Uh, this roll's not really directly at her, though, so... I just wanted to double check because I didn't have it on my list and I didn't know if it would apply to the roll, but thank you. No problem. That's a five. Okay, go ahead and mark that potential. Jack, you are quite literally caught between two worlds right now. Your mundane identity wanting to search for Bex, as your hero identity knows that you need to help your teammates. Hope is staring down Cyberpunk and Clara Winslow with the apparently false Scarlet Web standing next to her. And Jack, before you get a chance to look around for Bex too much, the power in the gymnasium goes out. The lights go dark, and there's, like, a scream from the crowd as everybody starts freaking out. Hope, on your end of the gymnasium, you see Cyberpunk through the darkness. He is made out of that, like, glowing green binary that you have seen him made out of before. The glowing binary starts growing brighter, and he sends out a blast of energy at you, which is intercepted by somebody that you've never seen before, as two wings spread out and absorb the blow. Landon, what does it look like on the page as you have helped Hope? So so this guy is like electricity and light? <clears throat> yeah, he's uh, cyber, like, he's made out of the internet, basically. Well, perfect. Uh, basically... As the blow makes contact with my yet-to-be-named character, her costume kind of ripples, and for a minute you can see, like, at a couple of key points that there's some sort of device on her that just dissipates it out and, like, goes through her hand and she just kind of, like, shakes it off. Uh, She looks over her shoulder at Hope and says, Oh, hi, Mom, just give me a second, and dives right in at the guy. And at that point, let's cut back over to Halcyon City Zoo. Miraculous, you had blasted BMX Caliber in the face with a magical shot. And Golden Knight looks at you and points his sword in your direction. 
says, dastardly villain, I will face you in one-on-one combat to protect my squire, BMX Caliber. Also, just to clarify, I hit him with my power-up. Yes, he's not got powers. It overrode his system, basically, and he got knocked over. Fun. Okay. He can't take the magical energy that coursed through him. How are you responding? (laughs) I really should have foreseen that this would go terribly. Well, I need to see what's still around um, to be an issue. So that sounds to me like you're assessing a situation. Poorly, I might add, because that's a three. Mark your potential. And you see as Golden Knight is picked up in the air from behind, suddenly he flies at you as Ripopartamus uses him as a weapon. He's flying in your direction. What are you going to do? Are you going to just take the hit? Are you going to protect him? What's your action here? Well, as anyone who is feeling a lot of things, I'm just going to let him land how he will. Because if he can't handle that, then he's not a capable hero. And while that happens, I'd also like to... Uh, sorry, I need to rephrase this a bit. I'm going to charge up a bit while I say to him as he flies possibly past me, you got this. Roll to charge up your burn for me. 13. So that means you hold three burn, I believe. What do you want to do with it? Uh, nothing. I kind of wanted to see him fall and then see what Ripopartimus was going to do. Okay, fair. So are you like stepping out of the way to let Golden Knight hit the ground? Yes. Okay. You sidestep. Golden Knight smacks into the ground with like a loud clang of metal on concrete. And he looks over at you and says, Evil wizard, I know you're working with this foul villain. Stand and fight me. He stands up off the ground and starts, like, dusting himself off. Ripopartimus is going to charge at you. Oh, God. There's a lot to deal with here, and I can't take any of it very seriously. In a good way, obviously. He's charging directly at me, right? Or is it just us in general? Uh, directly at you. Awesome. So, I'm going to make it so that I'm directly between the two of them. Okay. Is that it? And then I will take a, it's not really a fencing posture, but sort of. Yeah, in fact, let's do it for the narrative and the, the visual. So for the comic panel, I'll uh, sort of lift my hand out and I'll be holding a rapier towards uh, Golden Knight. But to my back would be Ripopartimus. So I've got my other hand behind me, as any good fencer would. And I intend to wait until the last second and move out of the way so that Ripopartimus hits into Golden Knight, or Golden Knight goes to attack me and hits Ripopartimus. Okay. In a weird way, I feel like this is directly engaging a threat. Could I instead argue I'm using the burn move? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Fantastic. What? Where are you moving to? Oh, I'm going to make it even cooler. And then I'm going to... Normally it's like an anime type thing to attack and suddenly be behind them. But that's what it's going to look like for me. I'm just going to like swing my arm out and then I'll just appear behind him. And then whatever happens between the two of them happens. So Ripopartimus goes careening into the golden night as you move out of the way at the last second. The two of them end up in a tangled up pile on the ground. And miraculous, you hear 
the sound of helicopters overhead. And as you look up, you see several helicopters flying off in the direction of your school, which you know is hosting the homecoming dance tonight. And let's cut over that. Invocation, what's going on with you? You've seen this mysterious figure pop. Actually, no, I'll, I'll be nice this time. Hope, how are you reacting as this strange girl about your age calls you mom? Uh, that is an excellent question. There, There is no reaction. There is no, there aren't words to explain what the fuck. I'm just doing like these weird hand motions right now because I, I'm trying to wrap my head around like, does, does, does this person mean like in the like gay family kind of way, mom? Or is it like, did I have a kid? Because anatomy... Uh, would you like to try to pierce their mask? Uh, that's definitely tempting, but I think right now my biggest worry is going to be, um, trying to stop, trying to stop the enemies, trying to stop the bad guys. Fair enough. Uh, I do want to point out that you are also standing next to Scarlet Web. Okay. Is Scarlet Web still, is Scarlet Web standing or still on the ground? Uh, they stand up next to you. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Okay, uh, Scarlet Web, why don't you start getting people out of here, and I will do my best to kind of keep them busy. Roll to provoke someone for me. I got a 12. So you see Scarlet Web nod at you and, like, turn to the uh, crowd of people that is trying to get out of the gymnasium. Jack, you see Scarlet Web run over towards you and this crowd of other people and start, like, gesturing at you to get out of the gym. What are you doing? Not getting out of this fucking gym. (laughs) I'll tell you that right now. I have a lot of conditions, so I'm going to do something dumb. What's the name of the internet tech person again that we're fighting cyberpunk yeah cyberpunk Cyberpunk. i want to push past this fake ass motherfucker and go uh up to cyberpunk or as close as i can yeah as you are pushing past them they like grab you by the arm not super hard though like you can pull out of it if you try to i'm going to okay what are you doing as you march up there as Jack? Um, okay. Is Cyberpunk, like, at, are they at ground level? Yes. They and Clara Winslow are standing on the ground across from Hope and the person that identified themselves as her daughter. That's a lot to, to unpack. I'm not dealing with that right now. Um, <laughs> I am I want to try and grab Cyberpunk um and ask what the fuck he him pronouns? I've switched back and forth between he and they, so let's just say both of those apply. Okay. So yeah, so I want to uh grab Cyberpunk and ask what the fuck they're doing here and what did you do with my girlfriend? Okay. Hope, Hope's daughter, Invocation, do any of you stop this uh, random student from going up to Cyberpunk? Uh, Cyberpunk's just fired, like, from my perspective, Cyberpunk's just fired, like, a, a death beam at Hope, which was then blocked by someone else, and now this random student's just, just walking up to, to them. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I want to stop that. I, I don't want this uh, person getting themselves killed. I want... 
Mulinado to lasso them with his tongue and drag them away, kind of move them back towards the door. Okay. Do you think that's more of a directly... Well, Jack's not really a threat right now, so I guess that would be unleashing your powers? Sure. Well, okay, so... Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it would be a defend. Um, So I would think that I would have to roll a thing to see if I'm even able to get close. And then with a defend for PC threats on a hit, you give them a minus two to their roll. Maybe? That's fair. I'm just trying to think of what you would roll here to do that. I guess directly engaging a threat? Yeah, I would assume so. I'm like grabbing him. Yeah, roll to directly engage a threat for me here. Okay. So many conditions on a minus one. This will be great. This is fine. It's fine. It's not fine. I rolled a one. Do I even need to roll? <laughs> no. No, you, you might do need not. to roll to defend me from them. <laughs> no, I think Camillionardo's tongue just like wraps around you. Jack, your arms are pinned to your sides by this giant lizard's tongue. And it just pulls you back to it. You are wrapped up in this thing tight. There's nothing you can do about it for the foreseeable future. I hope Stoddard, what you doing? I th- I think I- I'm just going to go after Cyberpunk. Yeah, they just tried to attack my mom. Not cool. Okay, what are you doing specifically? I think we see like along the holographic part of her arms like it starts to kind of light up some more and like a small holographic blade appears in her hand as she jumps and like cuts down towards cyberpunk okay roll to directly engage a threat for me see how this goes possibly not good Eh, not good that's six okay uh actually While we're on the subject, let's roll up some team for y'all. When you enter battle against a dangerous foe as a team, add two team to the pool, brings you up to four. Or who would you all say is the leader in this instance? I'm going to say probably Hope. Hope. Yeah, probably Hope. Yeah. Hope, do you have influence over everyone else on your team? I don't believe so, no. Because I have hope over uh, Yellow Jacket, Rebecca Riley, and, and Miraculous. So two NPCs and one guy that's at the zoo. Yep, I have influence over no one here. Actually, quick question. Yes? Because I don't know how we're doing this with my character crashing in like this. Technically, since I'm playing the Harbinger, the Harbinger gives influence to everybody. Yeah, that tracks based off of the discussions we've At had. the very least, hope should have influence over me. <laughs> I feel like at least Hope and Scarlet Web. Yeah, probably Miraculous, too, just kind of based off of conversations you and I have had. So I, I just have it on my sheet as daughter, question mark. <laughs> it's okay, we'll get to introducing myself soon, probably. <laughs> probably. Does everyone have the same purpose in the fight? Hope, what is your purpose in the fight right now? To shut this down and save the innocent people. Does anybody have a different purpose right now? To make sure that the school doesn't get destroyed. I feel like that's close enough. Okay. Uh, does anyone mistrust Hope or another member of the team? Oh, did you have separate goals? I didn't mean to gloss over that. Yeah, I want to find Beck and save her. Okay, then we won't give you that team. Uh, does anyone mistrust the leader or another member on the team? Hmm. Hope does have a history destroying school buildings. Technically, we all Bitch, do. so do you. <laughs> or do I? 
I mean, based no. on how the team came Fun. together. <laughs> that was Umbathrix, the subterranean horror, technically. But no, I'm I'm fine. I do not. Hope, do you mistrust anyone? You know what? That that kid saying that they're my daughter uh, saved my life. So you know what? I can trust them. Okay. I'm going to say you're off balance because everything happens so much and Hope just found out she has a daughter. So Hope, you can either mark a condition or I will remove one team from the pool. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with afraid because I am fucking terrified of what this could like, what the implications of this are. That's fair. Okay. So you all are starting off with four team in the pool. Uh, your daughter just rolled a six. Would anyone like to use it to bring that up to a seven as she comes flying through the air with a basically a hard light sword? I can join in. Okay. What are you doing to help your daughter? She's going to take out what's his face, right? Cyberpunk. Yes. Well, uh, I'm I'm just going to join her. I'm going to fly in with her and I'm going to like use my wings, which are like wings and hard. And I'm, I'm sorry, this is like super weird for me that it's just like, oh, yeah, you have a kid. It's just like, I, oh, OK. Uh, yeah. And then I'll just like slam into him, I guess. OK. Uh, unnamed daughter person on a seven to nine, you get to pick one from the directly engage a threat list. I think I am creating an opportunity for my allies. Okay. What kind of opportunity are you creating? I have no clue because I have no clue what was going on, but I'm taking out the guy who was in charge. So <laughs> that sounds like an opportunity. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. So I think what happens is as you're flying through the air, since you didn't resist or avoid their blows... Uh, you see Clara Winslow's hands come up. She catches you with, uh, like, in a telekinetic barrier. Nice. Hope does fly in and tackle Cyberpunk down to the ground. So both of them are sort of distracted. That is going to give either Jack or Invocation an opportunity to attack if you would like to. Invocation, what are you doing? You've got your lizard with Jack wrapped up in his tongue. Yeah. Um, and, uh, unnamed person has just been caught in, like, have they been caught, like, telekinetically, or have they been blocked telekinetically? Uh, she's, she's caught, she's, like, up, a couple feet up off the ground, uh, kind of, not really flailing, but, like, trying to move their way down. Okay, um, I want to, uh, if I can distract the, okay, um, I'm going to use Camille Nardo. To shoot, do a, a classic lizard move that we're all familiar with and love. Shoot uh, boiling blood from his eyes to distract the psychic girl and allow girl from somewhere through to attack attack her. Okay, roll to defend the unnamed girl for me. I shall. Seven. Okay, on a seven to nine, you keep them safe and choose one. Add a team to the pool, take influence over her, or clear a condition. I'm the only one without influence, so I'm going to take influence over her. All right. And then it costs you expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. I guess I'm kind of exposing myself to danger because I'm making myself a target with the blood squirty eyes. I feel like that gets everyone's attention. That's fair. You see Clara turn her attention on you just long enough for this unnamed person to slip out of her psychic hold. 
As she turns her attention on you and throws her hand out in your direction, I want to cut back over to the zoo and find out what Miraculous is doing as he sees helicopters flying over towards the school. Uh, okay, so they're all up in a pile now. Um, is BMX Caliber okay? Or is he still just laying there too? Uh, he's starting to stand up and dust himself off. As he does, he looks up at the helicopters flying over towards the school he goes to with you. He doesn't know who you are, but, uh, he says, oh crap, what's going on there? Uh, okay, um, in character, what would he say? BMX Caliber, you got this. I'm gonna, (laughs) uh, make a construct of some, like, magical handcuffs, give them to him, and then book it the fuck out of there. I have a burn that's construct, so. Okay, so you're making your way towards the school? Yes. Do you have, like, a special way of moving, or are you just running? Now, you see, BMX Caliber was important here. <laughs> I'm taking his bike. Okay. I don't think you have to roll to ride a bike, so we get that panel of you riding your bike, or riding his bike, rather, off towards the school as fast as you can. And then we'll cut back over to the school. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'd like the comic panel to be him riding his bike, but it's slowly lifting off like an E.T. Love it. Okay. At that point, let's cut back over to the school. Unnamed girl, what do you want to do as you're freed from this psychic protection? Uh, I want to end this fight so I can stop being called to that. <laughs> okay, so we got the, the cyberpunk dude still... And Hope's got him tackled to the ground. And then there's this annoying telekinetic chick. Yes. Um, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm going after annoying telekinetic chick with my awesome holographic blade now. Okay. Roll to directly engage a threat for me. Wow. That's a three. Go ahead and mark potential. As you come flying through the air, Clara once again catches you with a psychic force. And flings you off into, sorry, flings you off in Invocation's direction. The two of you collide into each other, and I need you to take a powerful blow for me, unnamed girl. Quick question. When you say Invocation's direction, do you mean Chameleonardo? Because Invocation still looks like a civilian, so presumably she wouldn't know who Invocation is like to target her. Clara is also psychic, though. Oh, so she's, like, telepathic as well as telekinetic? Yes. Oh, okay. All right, that is a five. Okay, mark potential and tell me how you weather the blow. So I think what happens is Clara sends my character. Can I please just name her? Once you ram into invocation, you get a chance to say something to her if you want to. Oh, but I was going to keep myself from actually ramming into invocation because invocation's in the middle of a bunch of students and I'm trying not to cause damage. Well, I mean, you don't have to uh, ram into her, but once this thing happens, you'll have a chance to say something. Nah, we'll save anyways. Okay, so my character like goes flying and for a minute her wings just totally cut out. Like there's just nothing there for a second as she spins. And then they kind of recut in, but at a different angle this time to act as like a bit of a parachute for a minute to stop her momentum and then allow her to land behind all of the students instead of like in the middle of this 
group of students. Okay. Do you want to have her say anything, or would you rather continue on the path? No, she she really is very focused on the let's try to get this um, fight done and over with. And I mean, also to be fair, like she doesn't really know anything about invocation, so it's kind of hurtful. Okay, at this point, I want to cut over to Jack. As you are in the tongue grasp of a giant lizard that just spat blood out of its eyeballs, what do you want to do? Get out of this. But I think the first thing I'm going to do is... Oh, shit. Okay, um... So, I don't want to blow up Invocation Spot, because I know I would fucking hate that. Um, yeah, I think I'm just gonna... Because is there any chance... And this is a a question for Alexia. Is there any chance that, like, do your summons, if they've interacted with us before, do they know us? Um, Or is it, like, new thing every time? I think when I was describing my powers, it's basically that I'm summoning a demon and giving it shape and then directing its rage and ire. So it might recognize you but it wouldn't like you because they're technically inherently evil and i'm just kind of forcing them to do good stuff essentially kind of cool so yeah i'm just gonna try to break out okay roll to unleash your powers for me sounds like you're trying to overcome an obstacle i'm sure this will go just as well as last time that's a four i need to figure out what i want my next advancement to be because i'm getting real close now okay go ahead and mark that potential chameleonardo Decides to use you as a weapon, Jack. You feel yourself picked up in its tongue and flown through the air in the direction of Clara. Who want, who's who got an idea of what they want to do here? Jack's flying through the air at Clara. Hope is on top of Cyberpunk. Yeah, Hope, what are you doing? You've It's been a while. Yeah, it has. So I'm just going to kind of like pin Cyberpunk down and I'm going to look him dead in the eyes, him, them dead in the eyes and i'm going to i'm just going to as sternly as i can just be like look this fight is over i just found out i have a kid (laughs) best way to end a fight not my problem oh it will be pretty sure i'm not the dad not with that attitude you're not so what exactly are you trying to accomplish here I want to just I I I I want to make it so awkward. I want to make the fight so awkward that like nobody wants to continue. Okay, roll to provoke cyberpunk. Wish me luck, y'all. I got a nine. Okay, would anyone like to bring that up to a ten, or should we let the nine ride? Come on, y'all. I want to. I'm just. I'm not even really sure how to. Just trying to make it awkward. I mean. I guess I could get Camilinado to just spread spray blood over everyone with its eyes. Oh God! You know what? I'm going to do that. I'm I'm getting some strong positive vibes about that, so that's happening now. <laughs> okay, hope you get covered in lizard eye blood, and you see Cyberpunk looking up at you. You feel him like he doesn't go. I hate to use this phrase because I know somebody's going to make a joke. He doesn't go limp underneath you but he's not actively trying to fight you. I believe that unnamed girl said in chat that they would like to catch Jack. Yes, I would like to catch Jack. Okay, roll to defend Jack for me. That is a 10, full hit. 
Okay, describe for me how that happens. Um, I see Jack get thrown by the lizard and um, jump back into the air and move real quickly to intercept their path before they can crash into Clara and maybe Cyberpunk and land on the other side of the gym safely with them. Question. Did you catch them bridal style? Yes. And as I put them down, I say, you know, you really look better in the color scarlet. Okay. Well, that's good, because that's the color my cheeks are turning. <laughs> uh, on a hit, you keep them safe and choose one. Uh, you can add a team to the pool, take influence over them, or clear a condition. I want to take influence over them. That tracks. Jack, how are you responding? What are you doing as you're sat down on the ground? There is still Clara to take care of. Actually, no. Before we get to what you're doing, Jack, Miraculous rides his bike up to the front of the school. Er, no, you were flying through there, weren't you? I was following those helicopters as best as I could. Okay. As you are approaching the school and these helicopters, like, you're sort of riding very close to them speed-wise. As you and the helicopters are making it close, you see that on the ground, there is a large group of people being ushered out of the school by your teammate, Scarlet Webb. Guess I'll land next to Scarlet and ask what the hell's happening. Scarlet Webb looks at you miraculous and says, There's people attacking inside and I'm trying to get the students out of here. If it's good that I paraphrased a bit, because that's, I mean, that's, that's what I would say. Miraculous replies, What about hope and invocation? Where are they? They're inside dealing with the problem. Well, it looks like you have them pretty fine out here. You should head back inside with me. Miraculous roll to provoke someone. That's a six. Okay. You could use team selfishly if you wanted to. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the phrasing? Yeah, you have to say how your actions ignore or insult your teammates, and then you can shift your superior up and another label down. Yeah, he's going to be insulting and say, Come on, Scarlet, you're better than this. Move faster. There's probably a bunch of people that still could get hurt inside. We have to move quickly. Okay, then you're shifting your superior up. What are you shifting down? I guess my free? I'm not really sure what fit right there. Mundane. That's fair. Okay, that fits better probably. Okay, that brings you up to a 7 to 9. On a 7 to 9, they can instead choose one. Hmm, that's what happens. As you're talking to them, you see their face change for about, like, if this was a video, it would be about half a frame. They're, whatever they're using to cloak themselves blips out for a second. And you see they are a purple-skinned person underneath of this facade that is not, in fact, Scarlet Web. And let's cut back inside. Yeah. What's going on on the inside? Jack, you've just been caught by this unnamed person and put down on the ground. What do you want to do? Um, thanks for the catch. I uh, need to find someone. Um, have you seen a girl with, like, undercut, curly, red hair, Dame Bex? So my mask is, like, completely, like, there's nothing about my mask that would show any facial expressions. But you get the feeling that I just stare at you for a moment and then go, no. Okay. Sorry. Random question. She just went missing at the beginning of this. So that's why I'm trying to find her. And then what? Uh, what is going on with Clara right now? She had just thrown... 
She threw you. She just got covered in lizard eye blood. She's pretty Mm -hmm. shocked by that. She's kind of like, if you've ever seen somebody like on a water ride when they get off and they're like walking all funny, trying to keep it from like keep their clothes from touching them. That's kind of how she's standing. She's a little bit stunned right now. Cool. So I'm going to go up to her and grab her. Not like, like a little aggro. Um, Like I'm going to like grab her arm more just to get her attention and just be like, look, I thought we had this all handled. But like last time this happened, I don't know why you're doing this again, but I need you to cut the shit because now people are missing and people are hurt. Roll to provoke someone for me. Let's have another failure. It's going to be great. That's five. She looks at you and holds her hand out. Jack, you feel your feet leave the ground as your air gets cut off, as if she was choking you. Invocation or unnamed girl, do either of you want to do something here as Clara force chokes Jack? I swear um, to God, if it's lizard eye blood. It's not lizard eye blood this time. It's much, it's, it's fine, trust me. Um, This time, I would like to have Camelinardo whip their tail at, Clara and they're going to fling it off themselves like a boomerang and then it will wrap around Clara to restrain her movements and hopefully disrupt her force choke and then Camilliardo will grow a new tail naturally. Okay. This is my favorite creature ever. Thank you. Roll to defend Jack for me. It's my favorite summon so far. Eleven. On a hit you keep them safe and choose one. Do you want to add a team to the pool? Take influence over Jack or clear a condition. I guess I will add team to the pool. Okay. That brings you back up to four team in the pool. Neat. And this tail wraps around Clara. As her arms are bound down to her sides, Jack, you fall down to the ground and hit the gymnasium floor. You don't have to take a powerful blow or anything, but your windpipe doesn't feel great. I will sort of leave the floor open here. The group of you have more or less subdued your enemies. What's going on? I'm going to go take a shower. I thought you meant in real life there for a second. No, I'm like as hope, like 100% just going to like stand up. I imagine that it's like my entire back and my wings are just dripping in blood. And I'm just going to be like, I need a shower in all the worst ways. I want, I'm, I'm just, Camellia Nato's just going to have a little, little dance to, to himself. I'm going to help Jack up off of the gym floor. Okay. So are you just like walking over and holding out a hand? Yeah, basically. Uh, Jack will take your hand. Um, And they, they kind of mumble another thanks, but they're like, they're, they're very clearly upset. And don't really know what to say or do at the moment. I kind of like awkwardly set like a hand on one of your shoulders and go, uh, quiet enough that it's only just like you and me that can hear it. Don't worry, you become one of the best heroes anyways. I'm trying to proc a move. Uh, What move might that be? Tomorrow's golden promise. When you comfort or support someone with tales of what you think their future will be, you may roll plus savior instead of plus mundane. As long as you feel like being told that you become one of the world's best heroes anyways, it's comforting and supporting. Yes. And being helped up off the floor. Yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll that for me. That is an 11. 
Okay, we don't do a lot of comfort and support, so <laughs> on a hit, they hear you. Mark potential, clear condition, or shift labels if they open up to you. On a 10+, plus, you can also add a team to the pool or a clear condition. So let's cover that first. Would you like to add a team to the pool or a clear condition yourself? I will be adding a team to the pool. I have no conditions to clear. Okay. And then, Jack, are you opening up to this stranger that just told you you'll become one of the world's best heroes? Yeah, I'm going to, um, like, look at them or look at her and, like, really look at her and be like, oh, you're one of the only people that knows. How do you know? Mom told me. Well, and also I've met you quite a few times. Like, you, you were actually there, like, the entire time I grew up, but it's, it's, it's a long story. Okay. Um, oh, I'm I'm being rude. I'm Wish. Hi, Wish. Um, nice don't worry, to meet I won't you. I guess anybody. Thank you. Um, if we can talk about this more in in like a minute. Um, I'm sorry, but my my girlfriend is still missing, and I I have no idea where she is. I don't know what happened to her. Yeah, of course. I think. Uh, Mom, Hope, she's going to feel weird if I keep calling her mom. Hope is going to want to talk to me. Probably. I, I'm i just going to throw this out there. Hope is going to feel weird no matter what. She's dripping in lizard eye blood. <laughs> On that note, Miraculous, how are you reacting as you saw Scarlet Web flicker out into this purple-skinned person? I'm going to freak out and tackle them immediately and yell, Who the hell are you? Roll to directly engage a threat for me. And this is actually more unlike myself than usual. And a full heads up, I have minus two to danger. Three. I still didn't get this one. I got a three. Okay. Uh, mark that potential. Ding. And as you are, like, tackling this person, she brings her right hand up and just, like, hits you across the face long enough to stun you. And she stands up, dropping the scarlet web facade, and just, like, books it off through the crowd. The helicopters are starting to touch down. What are you doing? Damn, and I wanted it to be a tackle moat, but I guess I can't do that now. Shit, there's not much else I even can do, because I'm pretty frustrated. So, yeah. Um, I guess I'm just gonna run to the crowd and see if I can find them somehow. Magic or otherwise. Uh, if you want to try to use your magic, you can unleash your powers, or if you're just using your regular human eyes, you can assess the situation. I mean, could I just go full-on super pissed and charge up so I can use overcharge? Yeah, if you want to try to roll again. Good, because I didn't adequately explain my charge up before, so now, since I'm definitely frustrated, the charge up would just sort of have the pastel colors flying around me, but sort of exploding, almost like firecrackers. And thankfully, they don't knock me the hell out. I rolled a 12. Okay, you get three for that, and go ahead and describe for me what it is you're doing with your magic to find this person. Oh god, now I have to make it ridiculous. So, you know... Okay, no, I'm not gonna make it super ridiculous. I'm just gonna make a little, um, okay with my hand and look through it and then overcharge, and it says you channel the full capacity of your incredible powers to, in this case, extend your senses. And I'll spend two burn to take a ten plus when I unleash my powers. Okay, as you're looking through your fingers, 
focusing on this person, the rest of the crowd like disappears and you're able to hone in on them as she is just like running as fast as she can off of camp. What do you want to do? Well, I know neither situation is resolved, but also impersonating a teammate. I think I'm going to ignore both team parts and just charge after them because that seems reckless to me. Okay, we will cover that in just a minute. I want to cut back inside to that conversation between Wish and Hope, presumably. Okay. I mean, unless you're just going to go like, be like, nah, fuck this shit, I'm out. Uh, no, there's definitely going to be, so if Wish approaches Hope, uh, then there's definitely going to be this moment where it's like, okay, walk and talk because this needs to be cleaned off. Mm-hmm. Of course. And I think like, this is, uh, when Wish finally deactivates their cost, her costume. JK, we're, we're retconning all of that. Uh, Wish is staying masked. Uh, but she does deactivate her wings because those take a lot of effort. Okay. So back to the question of just who are you? I'm your... Okay, well, I'm not you as in, like, you currently right now, but I am your daughter in, like, a long, long time from now. Well, not really a long, long... It's really complicated. I I think you gave me a letter to... Nope, lost it in the uh, teleportation. Um, I'm your daughter, Wish. You adopted me. Okay, see, that answers all of my biggest questions. Can we just take a moment to appreciate that the biggest question was the literal anatomy of it all and not any of the time travel or anything like that? Future Hope definitely told Wish to say that. I'm literally covered in blood from a a fucking uh, imaginary fucking gecko named Chameleonardo da Vinci. And it helped you out. It's It's a beautiful creature and you didn't even thank it. I'm covered in its blood. Oh, I'm hope. I sure wish that someone would make this awkward so we could end this fight. Boom. Blood <laughs> shower. Your wish is granted. Boom. Blood shower. <laughs> Thank you for recreating the movie Carrie. You know what? You're welcome. I'll take it. Okay, so how is Hope responding to that? So I'm I'm still making my way out of this gymnasium. I'm I'm going to take a shower. Like all of this is I'm nope. I'm wearing a designer gown and I, I like I imagine that I've already like my wings have already phased out. And so I am just blood like my entire back is just blood. And it's like this is going to cost a fortune to uh, get it all cleaned. And I'm not ecstatic about that. But the worst part is I don't know if y'all have ever had blood in your hair, but you need to get it out before it like coagulates. So yeah, I'm going to go like I'm I'm definitely going to like usher usher wish along and be like, "Okay, let's walk and talk." Um so when when are you from? Uh, I mean, I don't know, like 35, 40 years from now maybe. Do I age well? Yeah. <laughs> um okay, so so I I is this is the time travel just is that like part of your power set? Did you come back like was that like a technological thing? Um, it was part technology, part your powers, and a whole lot of complicated. My power? What? How did I send you back in time with wings? <laughs> like we see that panel of wish, like just taking a deep breath. 
There's a lot you don't know that you can do yet, and I'm not about to tell it all to you because, to be honest, I can't keep it all straight right now in my head anyways. And I don't even have the schematics for the time travel machine with me anymore, even though I was the one who made them in the first place and figured out how to make it all work. But for some reason, that all's missing from my head right now. So can we please focus on something besides the time travel machine? After that very big speech bubble, I want to cut over to Jack and find out what they're doing. Um, I am frantically calling uh, Bex on her phone. You get sent straight to voicemail. What the actual fuck? I I didn't even fucking do anything wrong this time. Stayed with her. What the actual fuck? Um, Jack is just fucking wandering. Um, I guess going to their car to see if maybe Bex left to go, like, wait for them by the car. Like, seeing if maybe they could swing by, like, Bex's locker. Just anything to try and find her. We get a couple panels of Jack wandering the school. And no matter where you go, Jack, you do not find Bex. I'm going to text my friends and see if anyone else has seen her. And I think I'm just going to take a moment and just sit, like, on the front steps of the school or just like on the hood of my car i'm gonna sit on the hood of my car and just see if any of them respond if anyone has seen her while you're waiting for a response invocation are you doing anything inside of the gym what are you doing now that everything's sort of calmed down on the inside of the school um yeah i'm gonna try and get in contact with aegis or someone like the Police or whoever to take the two supervillains that we've like captured away. Okay, as you are getting or attempting to get in contact with them, they like Aegis agents actually like flood in through the gymnasium. Uh, they were in those helicopters that just showed up earlier. Uh, so they start like busting in and they look over at you. One of them walks up and says, What's going on here? What What happened? Well, there was, like, this person, and he came out of the speaker set system, I think. And I think he was the DJ, but he may not have been the DJ. I'm not really clear on that point. He, like, he came out and he was like, oh, I've come to get you all. And then he, Just like, began, like, shooting up. details, please, ma'am. Uh, there was this giant, really cool lizard, and it, like, beat all of them. And also some superheroes knocked out these, these, these other um, supervillains. But the, the lizard did most of the work. You, sh- you should thank the lizard. I think we get a panel of the agent just, like, staring down at the lizard. And then I want to cut out to Miraculous chasing down after this mysterious purple-skinned woman. Miraculous, what is it you're doing? Uh, angry smashing things. Okay. Um, it's... How do I destructively chase after them, basically? <laughs> I mean, you can just, like, Dragon Ball Z propel yourself through, like, trees and traffic and stuff, just, like, blowing it off and causing collateral damage as you go. Now I have to change that to match my aesthetic. Okay, it's that, but with leaving, like, spatters of paint or something. Sure, that works for now. I'll have to narrow down what my aesthetic is later. But as it stands, who cares? I'm just going to do it. So, yeah, let's do that. He does that. Okay, roll to unleash your powers for me. That's an eight. 
Okay. On a seven to nine, you can either mark a condition huh. or the effect will be unstable or temporary. Well, I'm not about to knock myself out, so... Unstable or temporary, then? Indeed. So I think, like, you see, you propel yourself forward. This woman, Grant, like, runs up to a car in the street that stopped at a red light, pulls the door open and pulls the person inside out. She's starting to get in when you, like, smash into the back of the car. You, like, we get a panel from overhead as... Like, you see, uh, there's, like, a crater left from the impact that you caused when you slammed into this car. The back of this car is completely smashed in, as well as a couple others around it. But the woman turns and looks at you, and you see, like, fear in her eyes. What do you want to do? Who are you, and why are you impersonating my teammate? The name's Quick Change, and it's part of my mission. Not good enough. And I'm going to try and, like, hold my hand out and, like, sort of like a squeeze. And I'm going to moat them so that they can't move. And then with my other hand, I'm going to get my phone out and, like, take a picture and send it to the group. Okay. Uh, I feel like Hope's a little bit busy. Jack, you actually are probably checking your phone pretty religiously. Yup. So you and I'm assuming Gabriella would both see this message. Either of you want to react? To clarify, the picture... Is from my perspective, so you see bits of broken glass and car parts at the bottom, but also a person like partway into a vehicle. How far did they get into it? Uh, she's like just like her legs in it because she stopped when you crashed into it. Um, and otherwise, her pr- arms are probably pinned down because of the whole moat thing. Um, and they were looking at me, so you'll see just that visage, um, and probably like is currently typing at the moment. I was going to be typing out this person impersonated Scarlet. All right, so no, how would I phrase this? Quick change, period, not Scarlet, period. Oh, I was just going to say, I think Gabriella would just, I, I don't have any other context for this, do I? So You do not. Do, okay, I, yeah, I've never heard of quick change or anything, have I? No. Okay, uh, I think I just text back, not Scarlet Web, question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, I will text the group like find out why they were pretending to be me i think as jack sends that message they get one from a different group chat that being the one of their softball team where they had asked if anybody saw bex and you get a message from your friend leanne that says haven't seen her in about an hour sorry and that's where we're ending this issue LGBT&D uses the Masks A New Generation tabletop role-playing system created by Brendan Conway and produced by Magpie Games. Our GM is Andy. You can find him on Twitter at AndyLion92. Hope is played by Eve, who you can find on Twitter at uh underscore apocalypse. That's O with three H's. Invocation is played by Alexia. You can find her on Twitter at Alexia625. 81162. Miraculous is played by Justin, who you can find on Twitter at LOL No Nom. Scarlet Web is played by Vanessa, who you can find on Twitter at Alpaca My Books. If you would like to support us on Patreon, you can do so 
at patreon.com slash lgbtd and join the cool kids such as at super underscore landon one and at mike is stranded as well as nick and zach if you'd rather support us in a non-monetary way feel free to spread the word about us tell your friends or tweet us at lgbtdpod that's all for this week and until next week stay safe everybody Hello and welcome to St. Fleur, where the city is modern, the fantasy is urban, and the faction politics are at an all-time high. Join us in Shadows of St. Fleur as we follow the wizard, Alistair Lockwood. Regret to inform you, I'm not a wizard. I am a master of the arcane arts. The scholar, Jeremiah Roderick Crawford. I'm an earl, you know. You're a baron. Those words carry some weight. The wolf, Victor Margaret. Victor stands on the bridge in the cold fuck. The Fae who is known only as Silk. Um, do we know if this was a, you know, was a standard mugging? And the vamp, Alex Giroux. Quite. Because the first time the door opens, I'm gonna push her out. Through their experience in the city. Shadows of St. Fleur is an Urban Shadows actual play podcast with a majority LGBTQ plus cast playing characters finding their way through faction politics, all in pursuit of their own individual goals. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. Hope. You shall refer to her as mother. Yeah, mom, obviously. Please don't.